Well, hello again, and welcome back to the Practicing Resurrection podcast. My name is Ian Graham, and I'm the pastor of Ecclesia, and so grateful that you are joining us on this journey as we seek to encounter the living voice of the living God through His living Word. I want to start today with a quote from a theologian, a Catholic theologian named Hans Urs von Balthasar. It's from a book that has been deeply formative for me, simply called Prayer. Von Balthasar, who sounds like a count, was just a man who followed Jesus. He writes, We do not build the kingdom of God on earth by our own efforts, however assisted by grace. The most we can through genuine prayer is to make as much room as possible in ourselves and in the world for the kingdom of God, so that its energies can go to work. All that we can show our contemporaries of the reality of God springs from contemplation. Now I pray this chapter that we've been reading slowly through and listening to, John 15, is doing its slow and patient work in and through you. I pray that you're beginning to feel, maybe even a genuine sense, that God is meeting with you as you pray through His Word. John 15 is such a beautiful interplay of trust but also missional energy. There's this deception almost in John 15 that it's all about sitting and being quiet and almost passive. But that passivity is receiving God's love so that we can actively pour it out to the world. Or in the words of John 15, that we can bear fruit that will last. And today we continue in our simple practice of Lectio Divina, which means divine reading is an approach that has been uh, used by the church throughout the centuries, uh, focusing not necessarily on what we call exegeting Scripture. And I want to make this clear. Exegeting Scripture is trying to discern the meaning out of the words that we have before us in the Bible. To exegete Scripture, you focus on things like the original author's intent, the culture of the first audience and the, and the authors that would have written the words, you would, you would focus on the words in their original languages, the author's style, and the overall themes that the writer of the original book, the original uh, letter or uh, a biography of Jesus, the original uh, intent of the author, and how these relate to other portions of Scripture amongst many, many other questions that we ask when we're exegeting the text. Now, all of these are so incredibly important, and they have to be done. But there's a sort of a first-order way, a way that the text meets us, that we trust the Spirit of God to prompt us to speak to us. I try each week, as I'm looking at passages of Scripture to bring before our church to preach, I am eventually going to do the work of exegesis and make sure that what I'm saying is, is backed up by church history, backed up by the tradition of Christians who have unpacked who Jesus was for thousands of years, and, and make sure that what I'm saying aligns with orthodoxy to the best of my ability. But before that, I try each week just to listen. What is God saying to me? What is God saying to our church? And again, I don't approach every Sunday with, thus saith the Lord, but just so I can spend time with Jesus waiting on his word, waiting in trust and in hope that he has something specific to say to us in our time and place. And so this practice of Lectio Divina is simply an acknowledgement, an expression of trust, saying, here I am, Lord, speak to me. So as we begin this morning, 
I want to invite you to take a moment to acknowledge the presence of God with you wherever you are. And we pray expectantly. We pray because God is a beautiful Father who lavishes His love upon us that we would be called the children of God, His daughters and sons. And so we get to pray, Come Holy Spirit. Now I'm going to read from John chapter 15, verses 12 through 17. And as we've done the past couple of days, I'm going to read through it once, and then I'm going to guide you into uh, another phase of this reading, asking you some probing questions to hopefully help you hear a word of, of, from God that is for you this morning. So hear the word of the Lord from John 15. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything I learned from my Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command. Love each other. This is the word of the Lord. Now I'm going to read through this incredible passage two more times. And I want to invite you. Pay attention. What grabs your heart? What grabs your attention? A word or a phrase or an image? I want you to pay attention to that as I read through these passages because oftentimes this is the way that God subtly speaks to us. It's not that he parts the ceiling in thunder and in glory and says, this is what I'm saying to you. So rarely does it happen that way. But as we develop a hidden life with God, as we develop a life that's paying attention to the things of our beautiful Father, oftentimes we'll find that God speaks to us in these subtle promptings. And so, as we approach this word again, I want to invite you yet again, hear the word of the Lord from John 15. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the father will give you. This is my command. Love each other. This is the word of the Lord. And again, from John chapter 15, hear the word of the Lord. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, and so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command. Love each other. I want to invite you with your word or your phrase to ask the bold question, 
Lord, what are you trying to say to me? If you need to pause this podcast and process this, please do that. Sometimes the Lord's word will be an assurance of his love or forgiveness. Sometimes it will be a challenge designed to bring us back into alignment with his perfect will. Sometimes it will be a word that you don't even know you will need until later. But again, this way of reading is focused on acknowledging God's presence, his spirit, the fact that his word does not return void, that he's really here, right here and right now. Take a moment, write down what you think God might be saying to you. Again, the point is not to get it right or to have some nicely, neatly packaged takeaway. The point is to wrestle and contemplate and to pay attention to God as you depart from this time, as you turn off the podcast, as you go to work or go about your studies or you raise your children to pay attention to what God might be doing in your life and in your midst. Now I want to invite you to ask the Lord for wisdom, for clarity, for courage, for comfort. Again, the point of this brief encounter is not to walk away with some uh, neatly packaged idea, but it is to immerse yourself in the reality of God. So take a minute to pray. Say, Lord, give me your strength. And each day we finish with the prayer that Jesus gave us, this beautiful prayer that invites us to stand upon the holy ground that is Jesus' own relationship with the Father through the Spirit. And we get to pray this prayer because Jesus gave it to us as a gift for all of time. As his people, as his children, we pray in hope and expectation. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Ecclesia, the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you, and may he give you peace. Grace and peace until tomorrow.